0: Sky Sports Radio combined with Harness Racing New South Wales brings you On The Pace for your daily dose of news and tips. Welcome to On The Pace on this Thursday here on Sky Sports Radio. It's super to have your company and on the racing front in New South Wales Harness Racing today our focus will be on just the one card tonight, that being Penrith in their regular Thursday night time slot. Eight races from Penrith this evening with the first getting underway at 6.22. So that's where racing will head on this Thursday. Tomorrow as is always the case, a busy Friday, Wagga, and then we roll. Roll into Newcastle and Dubbo tomorrow night as well before Menangle host a card of eight races on Saturday night with the Tony Turnbull free-for-all, their feature. There'll be several uh, New South Wales participants though heading across the water to Victoria for the Big Breeders' Crown Night out of Melton. Eleven races in total there, eight of them at that Group 1 status and New South Wales will play a hand in several ways, whether it be through ownership, uh, training or driving. So here's hoping there's a win or two amongst and we wish everybody involved the very best of luck. We raced at Bathurst last night nine races there highlighted by a few heats of the New South Wales Breeders Challenge regional series where the first of the colts and geldings heats went the way of Tapaganush for Steve and Amanda Turnbull so he was successful there in 158 and 1 the second of the colts and geldings heats that went the way of Royal Cruiser he's a a real talent this guy 156 and 8 made it uh, five from ten in his career so far. We know we ran a great third in the main series and he came out and won the Rodden Friend Fitzpatrick. Going back to uh ten days or so ago and that now, uh the Breeders Challenge Regional Series does really look at his mercy at this point in time. He defeated the stablemate our goat and in the Phillies division. Bernie Hewitt was successful there as well, this time with Platinum Jewel. She rated one fifty eight and six. So the New South Wales Breeders Challenge Regional Series is certainly well and truly underway and we'll continue to follow that over the next couple of weeks. There'll be another heat at Newcastle uh tomorrow night as well to look forward to. We know the Inter Dominion, well we're now only eight days out from it getting started next Friday night at Albion Park uh, and we will await to see fields for those first round heats which will be run at the mile and with uh, for those who aren't aware of how the series is going to be structured this year of course three heats, we start off next Friday head to the following Tuesday we wrap up the heats the following Saturday and then we'll have the seven day turnaround to the finals, it will go one mile uh, for heat night one 2138 metres on the second round before stretching out to feet for the third and final round and the final also to be run at that distance. And when it comes to the short course heats – uh, the Racing Queensland and Albion Park and all involved weren't too keen on 12 uh, starters in the mile heat. So they will be, so there basically is going to be four heats for the paces on night one uh, with nine starters and three heats for the trotters before uh, there'll be the three and the two for nights two and three, so to speak, uh, over the middle and longer trips. I hope that makes sense. But not a full field of 12 uh, when it comes to the short course heats, uh, citing it as, Uh, Not probably being the most fair circumstances if you are to draw 12 at the short course at Albion Park so they have uh, compressed the heat so to speak for night one but we'll have more information and more insight on that early next week. It's such a busy time in harness racing. We know the racing is elite at the moment but it's also a busy time when it comes to the breeding industry. We know we're well and truly a few months into breeding season with foals hitting the ground and all that uh, surrounds that part of the industry and there was some news filtering through in the last few weeks around the sale of Yorubi pacing stud. We know Yorubi has been an integral part of the breeding industry in New South Wales for many many years. It was put to market and it has subsequently been sold to the Picker family and I thought it would be great to catch up with Dennis Picker this morning to discuss that and also just get an insight as to what that will mean for Yorubi pacing stud going forward and hoping that it means harness racing is going to remain at the forefront of the business because it is such a vital part particularly here in New South Wales and we know the breeding initiatives that are in place in New South Wales are hoping to certainly uh, grow that part of the industry Dennis Pick has been kind enough to join us this morning good morning Dennis thank you for your time and what I'm sure is a pretty hectic time in your life right now but some pretty exciting news that I'm sure yourself and the family are, are thrilled with good morning
1: yeah good morning Britt um, yeah it's going to be a big change um, something that we're all looking forward to and we haven't had a lot of time to think about it really it's um, it's happened quite quickly but um, once we get down there after Christmas it won't be so bad um, as far as the stud season sort of finished and it'll be a little bit quieter we just got to get some yearlings ready for the sales in Sydney and um, work out how the place operates and um, see, see how we go with it
0: So how did this all come about?
1: Uh, Well, it wasn't really on our radar at all, and we were just advised to go have a look at the place. Um, Obviously, it had been up for sale for quite some time now, and uh, we went down, look, it's probably only five weeks ago now. Um, We'd been there before, obviously, over the years, um, looking at horses and different things, but um, not not looking at the farm the way we were sort of five weeks ago, and... um, A bit overwhelmed by everything, but um, we went home and done our maths and worked things out a little bit, and um, thought yeah we could probably make a go of it. So um, yeah, we've dove in, dove in the deep end, and um, like I said, we'll we'll do our best um, to make sure it operates as it always has.
0: It has been such an important part of the breeding industry, Yirribe Pacing Studder, and there's been so many great stallions stand there, super racehorses born there, but it, it serves several purposes. So f- I'm sure that you're still working out the logistics of how the stud will work or, or how the business will work, but uh, what will be involved uh, when you take over? And I'm hearing that you're going to, to remain uh, with the name, as it is pretty synonymous with harness racing, of Yerubi Pacing Stud. So what will your business look like when you take over?
1: Look, Britt, we're, we're probably not going to change a whole lot, really. Um, it's going to be just um, pretty much a similar show. Um, but we'll do a few breakers and work a few horses out of there. It's such a lovely complex to do that. Everything's set up. Um, but predominantly, you know, our main focus will be on the stud. Side of things which we still got a, a, quite a bit to learn um, as far as stallions and that go we're, we're still a bit in the dark there, we're not going to just jump in the deep end there either straight away and just get anything, we've sort of got to do our homework there and I mean um, Rod's been really good to us um, and he's he's just down the road from Yorubi, his new place um, so I'm sure he'll help us out and, and um, keep us on the On the right track you know Um, obviously we'll have our own ideas uh, later on as we settle in and work things out a little bit more but um, yeah we're just going to try and keep it simple and not too complicated at the start and um, see where we end up
0: you're from a farming family and i guess that's been um, a lot of for your life has been the bread and butter you've had some really nice race horses through your system as well and um, particularly some very nice mares which i'm sure probably tempted your interest in breeding but i think it's fair to say in your uh breeding life it's has it would you have considered it a bit of a hobby only a couple that you've bred each year and you've taken a few through the sales and clearly you've enjoyed it
1: yeah um we've always bred bred a few mares um it wasn't up until only uh, about three, three, four years ago we took the first ones to the sales just when we decided to cut back on the racing side of it um just where our location out here, you know, we're not close to anywhere. Um, it was a big effort just to go trial one um, and that type of thing. Um, so we just sort of decided to cut back on working so many horses and we actually haven't been doing any just of late. Um, and then we did buy some <clears throat> some mares out of New Zealand, um, you know, some years back and they went on and done a great job on the track. Um, so, yeah, that we sort of had those few nicer mares, you know, that, we thought, well, if a yearling goes through the sales out of these mares, maybe we'll get some lookers. And, yeah, it sparked a bit of an interest, a new interest for us, selling the yearlings at the sales and um, probably just having that little bit of experience, sale experience underneath our belt and just knowing that, you know, there is a, a dollar in it. Um, uh, sort of give us a bit of a kick along to, to do the whole year everything for sure.
0: So you take over in the the next few weeks and you mentioned after Christmas you'll be moving into the establishment. So your, I guess, first big project is the the sales, as you alluded to, and they kick off not too far into the new year. So what are numbers looking like? And has it been a case of having a few of your own? And I'm sure Rod and his team would have had uh, quite a few of their own there as well. So what are the numbers looking like? And I'm sure it's going to be a bit of a baptism of fire by the sounds.
1: Yeah, pretty good. Um, we took five to the sales a couple of years back, and no, that's all right. And then um, since we've um, got this job, well, yeah, we had seven of our own to go anyway, and Rod, Rod's got eight, I think, that he's asked to get ready. We've um, got a couple for Paul Carterfelt and one for Chris Hughes, so I think we've got 19 all up um, to get ready. So it'll be a, a little different this year or next year but they'll just all come in um, after the new year and they'll have eight weeks or, or so before the sales and yeah, we'll get them down there and um, see how we go.
0: So if you're preparing some for Paul Carterfelt, Swayze and Leap to Fame's related? is it amongst them, is it?
1: <laughs> I'm not too sure, to be honest. I haven't had a good look at Paul's, but um, yeah, he's, he's definitely bred some good ones, Paul.
0: Certainly has no doubt about that. So that'll be the yearling sales, and then I'm sure not too long after that, next year's breeding season will certainly uh, be rapidly approaching. You mentioned the stallion aspect. There has been some stallions stand it, uh, Eurobe in the past, a handful over the uh, last little se- last few seasons in particular. So is that something that you're looking to continue? What sort of uh, I guess. Uh, from that perspective of, of stud duty is that something that you're looking to enhance or will there be stallions standing at European the 2024 season per
1: se yeah that sort of whether there'll be any there in 2024 um a bit unknown at this stage like I said we just don't want to um dive into it and get in a rush and mess things up we'd probably just um make sure we do it right um so it's definitely on the radar but We've got a bit to learn and whether or not it happens in 2024, I don't know. But um, I think in the future, there'll there'll definitely be stallions back there. Yeah, hopefully.
0: And if anybody's listening in this morning and they're looking for somewhere to to adjust their mare or fold down or or spelling, I would assume as well you're doing for uh, racehorses and the like as well. I'm sure that you're welcoming new clients into the business as well.
1: Yeah, that's right. We're certainly going to be open... Open to anything, uh, spelling and, and mares and um, falling down, and all the place is just so well set up. Um, you know, rods put a lifetime, um of work into the place, and everything's perfect. So we should be able to handle, um, you know, whatever gets thrown at us, uh, whether it, whether it be any of those things. So yeah, like, um, like I said earlier, after after Christmas we'll be open for business, and um, yeah, I'm sure we'll have a lot of fun
0: exceptional stuff well it's great to hear that uh, the study is going to s- stay in the safe hands of a, a harness racing family and um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how it all progresses at such an important part of the breeding industry in New South Wales and Australia wide for that matter so uh, very exciting times appreciate your time this morning Dennis best of luck with it all particularly at the sales early next year I'm sure that uh, it'll be a really exciting time for yourself and the family and best of luck with the move as well thank you for joining us this morning
1: Good on you. No worries, Brett. Thank you.
0: Dennis Picker joining us this morning for On the Pace. So, you'll be pacing stud changing hands. And in the early, uh, early in the new year, it will be operated by the Picker family. And it's going to be great to see it continue to, uh, no doubt, uh, be a very, very worthy uh, part of the harness racing industry it's a pretty amazing facility a big undertaking uh, but so vitally important to the breeding side particularly of harness racing in new south wales and it sounds as though uh, there'll be plenty of very different facets uh, going forward for yoruby pacing studs so make sure you get in touch with the team if you think they can help you out uh, once settled in to the new year and sounds like a nice uh, Group of yearlings heading to the sales early in 2024 as well. So as mentioned off the top of the show, we're off to Penrith this evening. Eight races there, the first getting underway at 6.22. And that will be our lone race card of focus in New South Wales for this Thursday before it really ramps up towards the weekend. Three cards tomorrow. Uh, Melton certainly with a focus on Saturday night. Menangle with their eight racer and the Tony Turnbull free for all. And we know, as we spoke to uh, Paul Cochrane yesterday morning, the harness racing fantasy league uh, kick starts officially on Monday. So if you're yet to pull your team together, make sure you head along to the website and Young will have their Carnival of Cups uh, next Friday evening. So important if you do want to head along and see the living end as well as many other great musical acts alongside a super night of harness racing, head to the Carnival of Cups website, register your interest. It is a free event, but it is a ticketed event, so you will need to register your interest. Uh, we had that announcement yesterday here on the show of uh, when it comes to the Tamworth Carnival of Cups on Friday, January 26th adam brand will be performing alongside bella mckenzie and uh, southbound so really exciting times when it comes to this carnival of cup series and it's only amping up as we go throughout the different regions that's on the pace for this thursday thanks for joining us